There is a form of multimedia entertainment beyond that which is good. These games are as vast in number as they are terrible. They dwell in the dark recesses of history, unearthed from the pits of the bargain bin. These are the games of horror. This is Garbage Game Night. Welcome to Garbage Game Night, a podcast that, like a bad dog, enjoys rolling around in filth. And this evening, we've got some hot trash for you, or at least that's what the internet is saying. As always, we're trying to come at games with an optimistic attitude of finding something precious. We'll see, though. As always, we're going to need some help with this quest, perhaps a fellowship. Tom, how the heck are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. I'm doing real well. And I'm realizing that I think um, Mm -hmm. we should have Hobbit names. Oh, What's a Hobbit kind of name? Is it like uh There's got to be a Tolkien name generator. All, I will get that loaded. Uh, and Frank, how are you? I'm, I'm doing well. Good. I'm out here. Good. Living. We out here. <laughs> out here living. We out here, son. Or Tom. There's a character in Lord of the Rings called Tom. Tomble Greenfoot. That's the first one. Or Tom Love. Wise. Tom Wise Bramblethorn. Uh, okay. Tomlin Took. Tom, Tom. Uh, Tom Wise Maggot. Why Maggot? <laughs> Tom Wise Bramblethorn. That feels good. Tom Wise Bramblethorn. Tom Wise Bramblethorn it is. <laughs> All right. And generate a Hobbit name for Frank. This podcast is just AI generated content at this yeah. point. And us giggling about it. <laughs> it only gave me one, and it assumes you guys are brothers. It is Frank Frankwort Bramblethorn. All right, all right. I guess that's Frank what it is. Frankwort and, uh, and Tom Wise, Wise. Bramblethorn. <laughs> Chris Wise, Good Barrel. All right. I whatever. Just add a Wise <laughs> wow. to everything. <laughs> so some quick housekeeping. It's been it's been a little while since we have done a GGN. Took a little nice little uh, hiatus there. Went went hard making content for an entire month. A couple months ago. Um, burnt myself out, and then we competed in a little tournament you may have heard of called Sunset Showdown. That's right, the final Knockout City tournament. We trained for weeks and weeks and placed. I had to look back at it. We placed 51st and 39th out of 59. So, Dude, a... we, wait, and it was me, <laughs> me, Frank, and Grace got 39th? 39th, yep. Oh, we got 39th? What? Yeah, yeah. We remember because we oh, won because we got an automatic win. Our, yeah, yeah. people didn't play. <laughs> We got a DQ. Wow, so the DQ brought us, what, 20 ahead of you guys? 12, yeah. Holy shit. Now, yeah. so, some people yeah, might argue that that is no indication of us being better, but those it's people just... are dicks. <laughs> Listen, we may have got higher in the tournament. If you look at how many points we got, though. I'm just, uh, if you're looking at for the, for the penultimate tournament, for Knockout City. To say that you guys came 39th overall in the world for Knockout City, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. It's better than a lower number. <laughs> it is. Or a higher number. <laughs> so I, I actually have a theory that that's the real reason for our hiatus is because yeah. I have never experienced such highs and such lows in, in, a, in a game as, as as I did with Knockout City. Like I, I had yeah. I had moments where I was like, I felt good about myself and like was brought like brought real low like real <laughs> real low. and when yeah. we competed i don't know if like we never really like debriefed <laughs> which i think all of us <laughs> were just like it's over i have never experienced we lost <laughs> mm-hmm. i don't know how to describe like i went yeah. into it thinking i knew we wouldn't like win but i really thought okay we have practiced 
to a degree in which we are competitive and was like we we're gonna have a competitive game it we were beaten like (laughs) i don't know how to describe it like it's just like we weren't like there (laughs) like like we like we just weren't they just cleaned us up man (laughs) i I don't think we got a hit on them maybe Uh, yeah the only kills we got were bomb kills (laughs) and we got one each each uh versus each opponent yeah we got we got a handful of of like there was one match I think that our team had that felt like this may go somewhere, but I hadn't faced anything like that in our training either. We'd been beaten in our training, but it always felt kind of competitive and the tournament was wow. <laughs> I, w- I was telling my friends that it was like, imagine you're in like middle school and you're training for like this like boxing event and you're like, you're training, you're training, you're training and you train and you're like, you know what? I like, I think I can actually like beat some of the other kids. Like I'm ready. And like, you do sh- a good showing. Yeah. 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 And then like you show up and like literally Mike Tyson, like steps, <laughs> steps into the ring and you're like, wait, what? And by the time you can like finish that sentence, like <laughs> you're like, you've, you're waking up, like you're regaining consciousness. That yeah. that's what I said. Okay. So like round one, right? Like you go to your ring you, you just regained consciousness and they'd be like, okay, what are you going to change? You're like, change? I don't remember fighting. Like, I'm like <laughs> <laughs> what even happened? <laughs> right, right, exactly. Like, I don't yeah. know what, what to suggest that we can do better because we were beat, <laughs> we were beaten so soundly that there's no tactical change that we can do. Like, I, yeah. it was like, it's just like, I don't know, just go back in the ring and get fucking punched in the face again. That's what, that's the plan. <laughs> like, just do it and be happy. And it was, yeah. it was brutal. It was brutal. Thought we could go all nine rounds at least, but I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't think we did. <laughs> it was just, if it was, it was just getting, if they somehow had a rule in boxing where you could get knocked the hell out nine <laughs> rounds in a row, they just, <laughs> it just resuscitate there's, there's you. There's no mercy. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, again. These like, proved his point. I got knocked out eight times. You will do the final round. Yeah. It was, it was, I still, you can hear it. I, I can hear it in me. Like there's, I have like real trauma from, <laughs> from. I really did have fun training though. We did a no, lot of training too, sessions and it was, uh, that was fun. <laughs> me too. I immediately uninstalled Nakas. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a quick exit. We were home for dinner. I canceled, like I was, our friends wanted us to go out that night. <laughs> and I was like, nah, we're going to be playing be this busy. tournament. <laughs> <laughs> and when we lost so quickly, Grace was like, "Oh, so we're gonna are we gonna go out?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> yeah. don't think so." It hurt, it, hurt, it hurt too bad. All right, well, we're gonna get into this game. So, Daedalic Entertainment probably isn't on most people's radar. They're a German developer focusing on it, mostly adventure games and also do a lot of publishing for some games you've probably seen on Steam, generally in like the five to twenty dollar range. That is to say, not not AAA titles normally. They the ones they tend to develop are usually point and click adventure games like. Uh, Edna and Harvey, Whispered World, Deponia series. Some of their published games are include Unrailed, which we've played, Tom. That was like the isometric game where you're trying to like mine the area and build a track for a train that's continuously moving. Oh, um, yeah, that was fun. No, we that never, was a fun co-op game. We never played that again. That's when they published as well as a recent one, Barrow Trauma. Um, it's kind of been a recent hit. Um, Shadow Tactics, uh, Shift Happens, which is another co-op game. Ink Ulanati and uh, a few more. Those are ones that they've published. So they, they have some games out there, but 
first news of this game is from a Polygon article in early 2019. A new Lord of the Rings game is coming in 2021. The new game will star Gollum, reads the subtitle. Um, a year later, in 2020, French company Nacon announced intent to acquire Daedalic. Um, there was some restructuring. It was delayed to 2022. And then uh, after targeting a September 2022 release, they announced a few months more delay uh, to, quote, deliver the best possible experience. They ended up delaying it one more time to May 2023. And that was a month ago. Uh, this game launched at $50. They have a precious edition for $70. To be clear, this was not a licensed deal with Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings. This was a partnership with Middle Earth Enterprises to use the IP of Lord of the Rings. So you won't be seeing the likeness of Sir Ian McKellen or the Gollum's going to look a little bit different. We're going to jump right into playing. So if you're listening to the podcast or watching on YouTube, you're going to get bits of our reaction throughout the gameplay. If you're watching us stream it, you'll be watching us stream it. And then uh, we do this every other Monday, uh, ostensibly. So By the way, I've jump, got a jump. great... I don't know if it's go Gollum or Golem. Is the there the voice? Yeah. I'm going to ask you to do it. Oh, I, that's that's a good sound. Yeah. I've got... Oh, we, we might have to have a little, a little competition. A Gollum off? All right. <laughs> That's going to be able to talk later. When IGN reviewed this game, we normally don't talk about this first, but when IGN reviewed it, they said, the question this game poses is, why would someone want to play this? <laughs> I can answer that right now because we're playing for a prize this evening. Uh, oh. Over the years, I've given you guys a lot of precious 3D printed prizes. Well, wouldn't it be great to have a container for them to be in? I have, full screen myself. I have. You, do, you actually do have one container. Yeah. Well, what about would another like a container one? To put the <laughs> container in there. <laughs> Like a um, I've got container, my Nicolas Cage cage. It's a one ring uh, engraved it's an ashtray. Uh, candy bowl or an ashtray if you want to use it for that. I think it would melt pretty easily. But yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a one ring, but it's got a flat bottom on the bottom of it. So it can hold your things, but it's got the uh, the engraving and Elvish on the side there. And uh, I'll, I'll put a video up of me painting it up. I, I saw this cool technique to make it look glowy. In that we can yeah. just put our things on top of that thing. What do you, yeah. yeah, Tom. That's how that works, Tom. Negative point for Tom. He doesn't appreciate the prize. It's fine. Yeah. Is it Golem or Gollum? I need to know. You know, it's it's from a book, so it's really up to your interpretation. But uh, I mean, the way they pronounce it in the the movies is Gollum, right? Golem. Yeah, it's Gollum. Yeah, they say Gollum. What do you, in the, like, what the do you think? Like a a white guy who's really into white people would say. What? <laughs> That'd be. Oh, was that was that what J.R.R. Tolkien would be? Yeah. Frank's got some opinions, apparently. Jeez, Frank's, I get, you know, Frank just there's goes no out top, There's no topic that Frank doesn't have oh, opinions yeah. on. <laughs> uh, oh, no, I do not meet the requirements. This thing is a Goliath. It's a juggernaut. All right. Well, Frank's running this thing on on minimum specs here. Yeah, min-spec. Min-spec Gollum run. All right. We are on the home screen here. We're looking at some Gollum. Yeah, there's our so, boy over the lake. He's so ugly. So first impressions on, on how Gollum looks. Because obviously we're... We're used to the movies. Uh, that is the visual that most of us have for the Lord of the Rings series. There's been a few other properties out there that don't follow Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings, but my reaction is kind of like to seeing the live action Pokemon or Detective Pikachu for the first time. It's just kind of a shock, honestly. Okay. How do you guys feel about... Uh... I, I thought Detective Pikachu nailed it, but... Um, I got used to it. He, I didn't. I didn't like it at first. He looks like teen Go Gollum to me. <laughs> which okay. i think is what it's supposed to be right it's not kind of to, yeah this is but like, that you know. doesn't make sense because he's he isn't a like a man he's a hobbit that like converted he's a corrupted hobbit this. yeah right he's, so he's like, halfway between the golem we meet 
and Smeagol. Right, but he shouldn't look younger. He should like <laughs> he should well, look less Gollum, more Smeagol. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> he's too yassified here. Is what you're saying? <laughs> I don't think there's anything yassified about Gollum. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. He's got those big, beautiful eyes. It means like the Instagram filters that beautify people. <laughs> I mean, his skin does look pretty smooth. Yeah, he's got the. That could be my low V range, sure, but you know. <laughs> I feel like you you have me on here sometimes to be like to be the old man to explain things. Yes, no, right. <laughs> our audience is going to need to have things right. explained. It's so like... Tom will be the servant for the uh, standard for the audience. Right, <laughs> exactly, exactly. In in the book, when you have the character, it's like I don't understand. That's me. <laughs> like I said, not licensed Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings, so you're not going to be hearing you know the iconic music. It is. They did have their own uh, own original soundtrack, an orchestra to put these things together. I'm not saying that like they're terrible. I'm just saying that. Yeah, not, sounds nice. It's not Peter Jackson's. Um, I asked you guys, Lord of the Rings, Gollum. You think that title? What kind? What kind of game do you want to see? What if you had a game where you play? It would not be canon. Would be the only problem. But sure. he's got the ring, right? And like he's had it for a long enough now where he's like, I want I want more magic shit. And okay. the game is going around the world and using a mix of like stealthy, you know, moves and stuff. Um, actually, mostly stealth, I think. But to end the ring, obviously, to get to other magical items. And each one oh. is like a major upgrade so it's like you can he's got invisibility with the ring but then maybe now he's got like a helmet where he's like invulnerable and you use that to like basically incorporate more uh like areas golem to become a god okay right right exactly like that's the (laughs) whole point the whole point is like by the end of the game he's just like you know he's got everything he's got like every magical item you can think of and he's basically able to like take down that big eyeball and just like <laughs> he just runs shit the big eyeball <laughs> <laughs> whatever that whatever that thing was yeah, yeah. He, he's the, able, the antagonist of lord of the rings he, the big, big eyeball. eyeball he flies Everyone up knows. there and like pokes it in the it's yeah. an exposed eye it's weakness yeah frank what do you think lord of the rings Gollum. What, what kind of game would it be my first thing of like what they would probably do is just uh-huh. like telltale you know what i mean yeah where you just go through the story and uh they could do multiple ones you know yeah so you could see his whole journey through the sure. different ones so maybe oh, one is like him him, okay. him becoming him finding the ring and like early golem and then okay. like hobbit golem and then lord of the rings golem with it culminating of him you know uh, getting a terminator tood but um <laughs> sure <laughs> you know, I, it could be uh, what I, that would be like the safe bet. You know what I mean? But you know, yeah, I, that would it be the be safe fun. bet. It, it could be fun to do a game where you're just like Gollum and you're just trying to live. You know, you got to eat fry ass fish, <laughs> eating fish, yeah. And uh, you have the <laughs> ring, and people just fishes. keep trying to fucking steal your ring, and you just have to keep <laughs> relocating and making a new home until okay. some big asshole keeps coming. You know, he comes to you. So, you know, it's one of those things where you got to stay on the DL. So it's a survival sim with Gollum. Yeah. All right. That'd be like I what like I it. would want to do. I think it'd be more interesting, but I, the safe bet's the telltale. Well, we're not doing any of those things. Um, go ahead and hit new game. And we'll, <laughs> uh, we'll see what they've given us. What the fuck is this voiceover? Faces look garbled. No flurry they feel. Oh, I don't like his voice, yeah. No breath. No cheer. Why don't we start with your nerves? And this is our Ian McKellen. <gasps> You're real, <laughs> not the one others have given you. 
This is kind of nice, like kind of a from his perspective, stylized, agreed. still artwork kind of primer on the happenings of uh, the Hobbit. Well, I like and I like how um, Bilbo's eyes, like he looked like mean there, like it was like from perspective. Because he Gollum. was looking for it, <laughs> weren't you? He tricked him with a filthy riddle. <laughs> What's in your pockets? Is you left your I, mean, I gotta be honest, that was a shit riddle. Like, that's Worming not... Yeah. Way down the I, hills, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't even be like, you'd be like, that's not a riddle. So you follow the hobbit's like, trace. I'm sorry, man, my guy. Like, no. To the lonely mountain. <laughs> it's a cool logo they have. I like the logo. The little beady eyes. Yeah. So, once again, what is your name? So, he was underneath the Misty Mountains. That's where he lost the ring to uh, Bilbo. And he was drawn to towards Mordor, which you may think like that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It's not where the ring is. And he's supposed to have like a draw to the ring. But uh, so from what I could figure out, like since Sauron had the ring for so long, he felt the draw of the ring towards Sauron, which is towards Mordor. That's why he went that direction rather than the Shire. Towards the eyeball. Yes, the eyeball, the antagonist eyeball. The unnamed giant eyeball. It had a name. <laughs> so, so he's just he's just like mad dog in the whole world, you know? Yeah. <laughs> he's like the ultimate lurker. <laughs> now, is is Metal Earth flat or is it curved? We don't that, know that it's not that flat. That helps with his perception of depth, you know, I mean like the distance he could see. Yeah, as far as Sauron was concerned, uh, yeah, Middle Earth was flat. <laughs> Hashtag flat Middle Earth. The name Middle Earth always always bothered me because it implies like an upper and a things. lower. <laughs> yeah. Because there is, Tom. There is a, there's an upper Earth in the story? I think it's just talking about it's earth. the middle of the Earth. It's where everything comes together. Damn, he's got ups. Hell, hella ups, boy. Shit. Yeah, so we're watching Gollum jump, and he is, boy, frog-like, right? Oh. Yeah, you've got an intuition button as well, which kind of sends you into Batman detective mode. It's funny because, like, everything that we you would understand about him is, like, the ring has, like, corrupted him and made him, like, twisted. And, like, it's weird that it would be, like, and he can jump way better. And, like, he's got, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just his mind. Like, physically, he's at his peak. <laughs> <laughs> He's never right. been stronger, like, never will be stronger. Bilbo cannot do what he just did. Like, he just jumped, like, 10, <laughs> ten feet in the air, and now he's hanging off a ledge by his fingertips. Oh, like for sure. Um, so, yeah, we're just kind of getting a tutorial of his parkour skills, really. How you can grab onto edges, make jumps. There's certain looking walls that you can climb up. <laughs> this Okay, so just to be clear, this game doesn't look great. It looks better than how it looks right now on Frank's low resolution. Uh, My little old low baby settings. computer. Yeah. Oh, shit! Oh. Nice. Did a little slide down on that wall as you were grabbing it. He moves like a, like a frog almost. All right, so we're uh, kind of exploring around. Gollum has, there, there was a crow or perhaps a raven that saw um, Gollum and he's maybe rightfully concerned that he's a spy and uh, he's got to catch him before he reports that Gollum is here. Hearing a bit. <laughs> yeah, Gollum's labored breathing is a uh, 
is a constant in this universe. <laughs> it really is disturbing after a while. Just him just constantly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> no, no preamble. It was just like you're dead. <laughs> you're dead. Usually, um, I mean, you, we'll see Frank fall a lot more. Usually, there's a pretty satisfying <laughs> wet smack sound. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> he doesn't have enough stamina. It makes the stakes a lot higher when the reload is like... <laughs> when the reload takes three or four minutes. Yeah, so the, what this game encapsules is that this is the time... Well, right now, Gandalf is sort of interrogating you and doing a flashback. So you know that Gollum is in a jail cell. It is during the time in which Gandalf is trying to find out more about Sauron's movements. You know that the next time that is going to make an appearance like canon appearance in the books is when he starts following the fellowship um towards the end of the first movie if you want to break you it up that way also know he's never gonna succeed yeah the stakes are a bit confined um because you know what's happened to him you know how he comes into the story later and there are certain events in this world that are certainly fixed so yeah, it's a sh it's a shadow story in which it's about a character that is not very powerful or having, you know, far-reaching consequences of this character. But imagine like <laughs> making a pitch for a movie where you're like you know, you're like, "Oh man, it's this, you know, really cool like battle movie, but like there uh, you know, in historically the battle actually never happens." So <laughs> Um, the movie's really just them like preparing for the battle and then right. at the end they cancel it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like it's, oh, it's not, oh god. Oh, you got bopped in the head! So we did get to see our first look at the stealth mechanics in this game. There's some orcs talking here. And uh, you're gonna crouch down in the... You're crouching and you're invisible when you're in the brush. But you're just gonna go around them. You're a pretty big animal. <laughs> I'm sorry, those are orcs? Again, not the Peter Jackson interpretation, but yeah, they're orcs. They look like pig people. <laughs> <laughs> he reminds me of a pug, just struggling to breathe. <laughs> Once again, big beautiful eyes, soft skin. <laughs> Moisturizes, fish oils is what it is. <laughs> Yeah, he's he kind of got this constant internal monologue. Sometimes it's Smeagol's voice, sometimes it's Gollum's. Oh, we'll get to it in a little bit. Oh, 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 you, you fucked up, Frank. You fucked up. Keep hiding, keep hiding. It might work. No, no, you've been discovered even though nothing happened. Uh, I missed it the first time, too. When you, uh, oh, no, Orc is on his own and you have the option to throttle him and, uh, you have to hold down Y, don't tap it. The prompt it gives you sure makes it seem like you gotta tap Y as fast as you can. That's usually what strangling someone is. But yeah, you just gotta hold it down. Because the bar's filling up, like, I better be mashing the button. And, uh... So you're stronger Distressed than breathing after fight. 
He's got strong hands. He got those frog hands. So you got a stone, and it's our distraction system. You know, good stealth game. You can throw a distraction. So you hit the lantern. The lights covers close, and apparently he is. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? It was so dark, even though visibly there was almost no lighting change, that he slipped and fell down to a pit where uh, Shalab has eaten and carried him off. So Easy peasy. He... It got dark. Yeah. And orcs, presumably, I mean, like, they live, like, in mountains. <laughs> in nah, mountains. nah. <laughs> in the dark. Nah. It's like a feature. Mm-hmm. It's like their thing. Gollum really rolled a... I just nat 20 that lamp, that lamp hit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fredo suggests a GoFundMe for a new computer for Frank. I think we can pull that together. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah, the Beatles a spy. What if it's friendly? Eat it. Don't let it tell on us. All right, so now you've gotten to a decision. Are you going to go Gollum, which is kill the beetle and hide, or Smeagol, which is, uh, I think it was let it live? What'd you pick? He, Could be a spy. he convinced, he did this Smeagol once, and now he's just convinced Gollum. So you're having a conversation with Gollum. What are you going to say? Are you going to tell him it's, uh, be careless, it doesn't look evil, or do observing? It just looks for pollen. Evil to us, look oh. to harmless. Yes, it's a spy. All right, so that's one point for Smeagol, one point for Gollum. So you want to pick one thing to convince Smeagol here. You're going to do it blithely or reasonable that birds was no spy either. But you have no idea which one's going to work. You don't. It's 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 conversation options like in Mass Effect. It's not going to give. It's not going to play out the way you expect. <laughs> <laughs> You're like calmly tell Smeagol. <laughs> that yeah. it's a bad idea, and he's like, "Fuck you." <laughs> yeah. So the, the most egregious game in the world that did that was um that cop detective la game. noir yes yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> Inter you're interviewing someone and it would literally be like be like state your suspicion it'd be like i know you fucking did it they like, got a gun and put it in their mouth you're like yeah the fuck you? you're i beat people like multiple times in that game without intending to <laughs> yes. yeah so that's how the that's how the um a dialogue kind of mini game goes in this game. You choose either the Smeagol path or the Gollum path, which is usually the more friendly one, the more human one, or the more sinister one. That's um, oh fuck. Yeah, and you you will either win the argument or lose the argument, and that will that will choose kind of how things beetle. play out. Yeah, you still didn't <laughs> kill the beetle. Dipshit loser. <laughs> yeah, so that's another thing about the you're being chased by the Nazgul right now. You're gonna run into a cave it's seen you and it's chasing after you. Maybe the birds did report on you, or the beetle did. But, um, yeah, you didn't kill the beetle, despite the fact that you got the golem choice and you were planning on killing the beetle. I got the Smeagol choice and I was planning on not killing the beetle. It plays out the exact same way. <laughs> it does not matter which one you chose, it's just some dialogue options. So to recap, you were living like a filthy animal in a cave, you saw a bird, you felt like you should chase after it, you didn't get the bird. Uh, you saw a beetle, you felt like you should get the beetle. Um, Gollum convinced you you should kill the beetle, you didn't get the beetle. And now you've been chased into a cave um, by a dragon. Nazgul. Yeah, sorry, Nazgul. So now you're just A Middle-earth like... dragon. Oh no, get away from... No, there are dragons. Yeah, sorry, there are dragons. He's in the first book, yeah, whatever his name is. 
Sm it's not smog? No. Is it smog? Smog. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, smog. S M A U G. Yeah, smog. Yeah, the one that lives in the uh, in the mountain. Yeah. So you're running around this cave, and every which way you go, there is a ring wraith. So that you don't do this for ten minutes like I did. Every direction is a ring wraith, and you might as well just run into one. All the screeching violins you could ever want. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, they're they're torturing him. All right. <laughs> Didn't take long. Two stabs, and the Bagginses took it. I know. Bitchy been known. What happened to Smeagol after that, or Gollum after that? This is just like the uh, where'd they put the cars in <laughs> Reservoir Dogs? <laughs> yeah, this isn't our first kind of between the scenes of the movie game. And it's like, oh yeah, there's a reason we didn't need to see it. <laughs> Not fucking interesting. <laughs> Yeah, he he is the epitome of just a pathetic creature, and that's what Gollum always is, right? And and yeah. it's funny for like a video game when it's like most of the time you're playing someone that you're like, I want, I want to. You want them to game. succeed, yeah. No, or or like you, you want to be wonder what it would be like to be them, and it's like want to be a pathetic <laughs> little goblin. He, he eats <laughs> fucking fish and worms. You want to be him? <laughs> He's got dissociative identity disorder. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're in a prison cell. This chapter is called The Maggot, and you are... <laughs> you are uh, in a cell with a cruel orc and a, a character called the Frail Man. What did an orc do? That was so bad, the orcs threw him in jail. <laughs> I thought that would be impossible. Can you imagine He's that? Like, bad man. A, a, an orc that they're like... Like, this guy's too much. <laughs> yeah, they're like, what are we, what are we gonna do with Orc Orc? Like, Gotta put him in jail. He's out of line. Even Gollum falling asleep is just, it's just miserable. <laughs> is that what happened? Yeah, it was him laying down for a good night's rest. Alright, day one in the prison. From what I've learned, you gotta beat someone up. <laughs> Find the biggest guy there. <laughs> Whoa, Frank, what are you doing? Snagas. Snagas Namazagul. We're <laughs> breeding? Holy shit. Well, yeah, he said bre he's yelling breeding. So I think I'm pretty sure. I don't. I, let me be clear. I'm not a master of Lord of the Rings lore. I read a lot today. I'm familiar with the movies. I read The Hobbit as a kid. Um. But I'm I'm not familiar enough with stuff. I'm pretty, is this where orcs are born? I don't know. They're they're breeding hey, uh, things. I don't know anything about how they're. Are they they make the urukai right? It's elves and orcs. Yeah. So that's what they yeah. make. And then the uh, the orcs are over. I mean, of the urukai or no urukai are the the top. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it's like a combination of elves. So it's like corrupted elves and orcs or something. Yeah. You're rushing to your first prison activity. <laughs> I can't wait to start my first day. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta be on time. Yes, my kings. This isn't loading. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's because you. Oh no! <laughs> I don't know if it's because your computer is such shit or. <laughs> 
you're not. <laughs> it didn't even load the bottom of the map, so you can't die. <laughs> just kill me. <laughs> so you said Gollum's the the bad one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Given Smeagol doesn't sound like a particularly like noble name. <laughs> no, it's even it's, if it was like Mike, you'd be like, all right, that's a person. That's a that's a, yeah. But Smeagol sounds like a little gremlin creature, also. <laughs> Honestly, it sounds almost more like one. You're naming kids, and it's like I'm gonna name you Bilbo. I'm gonna name you Frodo. I'm gonna name you Sam Wise, and then I'm gonna name you. Smeagol. Actually, gets a little bit better than that. Uh, his cousin's name, who you may remember from the movies, um, murders. Right? That's the, well, he throttles him, yes. But his cousin's name is his cousin's name is Deagle, and his name is Smeagol. Deagle and Smeagol. Yeah, yeah. And uh, apparently, his name wasn't originally Smeagol. Like it's a nickname that he took on. So maybe it's it's a bad nickname for him being a bad person. I don't know. It seems like his environment made him who he is. Uh, when I think about valuable IPs, Lord of the Rings is is up there. Like I, I think about, wow, a studio got the licensing to do something with Lord of the Rings, Middle Earth. Like they must be a big budget, big budget kind of thing. That's up there with like the top earners of all time. Turns out it's not. It's fairly low on the list. I've got a list here of the top grossing media franchises. So that includes video games as well as movies, those kinds of properties, TV shows. You guys, can you name, start naming properties that you think have more revenue than Lord of the Rings? Are we, are we uh, Marvel. back and forth? Sure, let's do back and forth. Frank, you say Marvel? All right, I'll knock out Marvel's Avengers, Marvel, Marvel. Um, MCU. So yeah, I'll, I'll, take, I'll count all those at once. Yeah, Avengers made 14 billion and uh, MCU has earned 31 billion. Uh, Star Wars. Star Wars is the third on the list. It has 51.8 billion. Now, given that is because, like that's such a big number because of so many movies and games, obviously. The Fast and the Furious. Uh, Fast and Furious has seven billion on this list. I'm just thinking about high-grossing movies. So, um, Avatar. Avatar. Oh, I am so sorry. Avatar is the first one after Middle Earth. It made wow. less, less than five billion, five point eight billion. That's where Middle Earth is, five point eight billion. Frank, you got another one. In, in Frank's world, it's just Marvel and uh, Fast yeah, and the Furious. Fast and Furious. I'm looking around my room. <laughs> this is, I'm sure there's something. I know there is, actually. And what about Harry yeah. Potter? Harry Potter absolutely well, Harry Potter, has yeah. more. You're not yeah. going to get a point for that, though, because you're already out of the yeah. game. <laughs> it's 34 billion. Did I just remove an option from Frank? Yeah, that's perfect. If you want to keep naming him yeah. to remove him from Frank. <laughs> just a, it's one point that you're denying Frank. Oh, it's Jurassic my, Park? It's my, it's my golem option. <laughs> Jurassic Park is, <laughs> yeah, it is. Jurassic Park has earned eight billion, so yeah. it's Other franchises that have earned more than Middle Earth. Pokemon is on top of the list with 76 ah, billion. Uh, they group that. Mickey Mouse and Friends at 52 billion. Star Wars, you named uh, Winnie. Mickey Mouse and Friends is pretty generic. Nah, that's the way they're grouping it. Uh, Winnie the Pooh and Friends, I don't know, is 48 billion. Disney princesses, again, I don't know why they group it this way. 45 billion. Call Disney. of Duty, 29 billion. Batman, 29 billion. Uh, Transformers, oh, 25 billion. Yeah. Cars is that high on the list? Ca yeah, it's because of all the movies. Dude, yeah. Cars, cars fucking slaps. Yeah, because kids will buy their backpacks and. <laughs> Yeah. Hello Kitty, Looney Tunes, Barbie, Dora, Pac-Man yeah. for some reason, Lion King, Teenage Damn. Mutant Ninja Turtles, Toy Story, James Bond, Peanuts? 
Peanuts, Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> Don't mess with Peanuts. <laughs> yeah. uh, Avengers, you named. Uh, Frozen, Space Invaders, SpongeBob, Despicable Me, Street SpongeBob. Fighter, Star Trek, oh. Spider-Man, Dragon Ball, Angry Birds, Simpsons, Demon oh. Slayer, Mario. Simpsons. Mario is that far down on the list. Wait, Demon Slayer is above it? Demon Slayer has earned more than Mario. Holy I don't God. understand how these this works. Pirates of the Caribbean, well, I mean, Ben yeah, 10. Anime, but that more than Mario? It's, so it, but it's just, it's, no, because Call of Duty was there. So that's yeah, it's cool. media franchises, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but Demon Slayer is like... An anime, gotten, yeah. I, and it's gotten big quasi recently. Like, Mario's been around forever. I don't know. I don't know. Pirates of the Caribbean, Ben 10, DCEU, Paw Patrol, Superman, Halo, Ice Age, Shrek. This one I like. Right before Middle Earth is Phantom of the Opera, the longest running Broadway play. How the fuck did I get Avatar wrong? What about Rick and Morty? Because it's one below Middle Earth. No. And Sonic is less than that as well. Oh, I mean, because there's so many things. Yes. Yeah. And and so many of those things, I feel like. So many of these things are in my room. Yeah. I mean, it's only had two movies. It earned a lot of money, but yeah. Ooh, they were what, some of the highest grossing films of all time, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, Lord of the Rings has had a bunch of video games and uh, six movies. Amazon show. That hasn't made yeah. any money, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know how you even report income on that. Yeah, that you know, that kind of screws everything. It's anything with Disney Plus and the Star Wars stuff that got there. But That's true. They have the toys from it and stuff. Wait you know? a second. Are you no, playing no, the game okay. anymore? Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. I was. I was <laughs> you got distracted. It's so boring. <laughs> it's just, I don't. New objective: follow the frail man. Do do pay attention to the new objectives because they are bleak. <laughs> that orc looked fucking ridiculous. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Don't go out there! Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> you gotta wait for it to load, Frank. Give him time. <laughs> Railman, no! Railman. Oh no! Come, come here, Golem. I like that he glides across the floor. Yeah, he just quits walking. All right, so they're sending you down to the cellars where um, you have to collect tags from the prisoners that have died down there. For some reason, they know that eight people have died, so you need eight tags. I guess Why maybe they didn't come back. Care about the tags. So uh, some basic Lord of the Rings questions here, movie by movie, um, or book by book, perhaps. The first Tolkien book, The Hobbit. Who is The Hobbit? Isn't isn't that one Bilbo? Yeah, yeah, easy one. Just setting you up for that one. Uh, yeah, point for Frank there, Tom there. Um, second book. <laughs> Tom Wise. Uh, second book, or the first part of Lord of the Rings, which is, uh, you know, originally intended to be one book, but it's split up into three books. The Fellowship of the Ring. Why is it called that? Because it's like a team up to all yeah. the ring and throw it into Mordor. Per perfect. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, it's got to be a fellowship that destroys the ring. How many can you name? I'll, I'll give this one to Frank and see if Tom can pick up any extras. Frank, how many people in the fellowship can you name? Nine of them. Gimli. Okay. Gandalf, mm -hmm. Aragorn, mm -hmm. Pippin, mm -hmm. Samwise, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Legolas, mm -hmm. um, 
Ned Stark's name. Yeah, Ned Lord Stark's name. Sure. Was the one who got Ned Starked? Yeah. Bre no, uh... Close. Starts with a B. Ah, oh, fuck. Can you save it, Tom? Can I say it? Yeah, you can say it. Oh, I just know he's the guy who gets shot by like a lot of arrows. <laughs> <laughs> like a condescending amount of arrows. <laughs> it was too many. <laughs> uh, fuck, what's his name? His name is... Honestly, Frank, right off the bat, I was like, damn, he's an answer. And like, you need the names of a lot of people. Although you left out... You left out some pretty important... Yeah. <laughs> I, left, I, left, I left out Mary. Um... That's not the one I'm... Yeah, you left out Mary. <laughs> The most Gimli, right? obvious one. You said you started with Gimli. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to say Frodo. That's, just... <laughs> <laughs> That's where I would have started. Yeah. Uh... All right. No points for Frank. Uh, it's Gandalf. Aragorn. Gandalf is in there. Gandalf, Aragorn, Frodo, Sam, Pippi. Or Pippi. Pippin. Mary, Legolas, Gimli, and... Wait. Oh. No, you're going to have to live with this for the rest of the night. Bro, Brodomir? <laughs> That's probably what they call him in Broforce or whatever that game is. It's Boromir. Boromir, goddammit. Uh, yeah. I knew something here. Bonus question for this book. Why was Frodo chosen to carry the burden of the ring? Like, Aragorn was there, Gandalf was there. Why Frodo? He's Bilbo's um, relative. Nephew, yeah. <laughs> Same difference. And um... I'm just being more specific. <laughs> That was a that was a great death. <laughs> um, this game delivers with the with the going limp while hitting the ground. <laughs> my only possible thought was that somehow they felt like he, his resistance to the ring's um, you know urges were um, stronger. That's good. Somehow. I like that. Anything to add, Frank? Yeah, wasn't it uh, that hobbits? Because they're all just about having a good time and drinking. Yeah. They're corrupt than uh, mere men, elves. Perfect. Dwarves. Yeah, I'll give because, you both a point. And one other thing, too, because like the, the rings were made for men, dwarves, and elves. Yeah, hobbits were just kind of giving fuck all, they so. <laughs> yeah, the, the rings weren't even made for them. So yeah. theoretically, I mean, even though obviously it still corrupts them, mm -hmm. as we've seen with Bilbo and Smeagol more so. Yeah. So the, yeah, the ring's true power is its ability to corrupt the will of mortals. It feeds on the desires for power and drives um, even the best to evil. This is from Reddit user Jay Mechanical. I'm stealing his words exactly. Uh, Frodo is chosen because he's not powerful, and hobbits in general don't have much ambition aside from eating and being comfortable. Even still, he wasn't able to destroy it. It was the betrayal of Gollum in the end that destroyed it. Next part of Lord of the Rings, the Two Towers. Um, what are the two towers that the book is talking about? Now, Frank, avoid the obvious answer here. <laughs> Just avoid it. <laughs> Don't. Don't do it. Uh, yeah, what, what were the two towers? Oh, man, wasn't one of the towers, um, the, the gray, the gray mm. wizard? Yeah. Is, was one of his towers? Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's called Orthonk or Orthonk. I have no idea, um, but yeah, the the tower that Saruman was in, that uh, Gandalf confronted him in. And um, I honestly I don't know the other tower. I'm a dum dum. Okay. I only know that one. Towers of Isildur. Is that something? That sounds like a thing. <laughs> honestly, it could be. Uh, it's confusing, and which is kind of strange. 
Um, he like allowed the book to be named that. And in a letter, he wrote that like people are going to get confused about what tower it is. It's They're going to think it's this tower. It could be that tower. could be the other tower, a set of towers. And it just sort of ended with like, yeah, it could be any towers, honestly. Um, <laughs> that uh, the movie seemed to make it out to be uh, or- or- Orthanc, Orthanc and the Barador uh, tower, which is the tower that kind of is near you right now above the Black Pits. That's the Eye of Saruman. And the, ta- the tower that Saruman was in, the big kind of grayish tower that Gandalf was trapped on top of for a while. Um, those two towers are the ones. <laughs> Great death, Frank. <laughs> the- Golem hits the ground and the orcs sigh and they're like, go get his <laughs> <laughs> Next book, Return of the King. Why Return of the King? Isn't it Aragorn becomes the king, right? Yeah, yeah, kind of obvious answer. And um, it's because his publishers didn't like his original title of The War of the Ring or The End of the Third Age. And he criticized the title, like, uh, Return of the King kind of gives it away. Like, it's giving away too much of what's going to happen. And yeah, it does. Although, to be fair, from, like, the very beginning of meeting Aragorn and you hear that, like, he's supposed to be, um, he has this... Right. uh, Birthright. Birthright. It's, uh, obviously, he's, what you know, what's going to happen. Well, if it's a typical kind of story of... So, uh, you're in this orc prison right now. I've said it a couple times. Uh, Where are you? I thought, aren't you in Mordor? Mm. Yeah, you're in the black pits of Barador. Um, The whole area is called Mordor, but yeah, more specifically. (laughs) First person to answer, who did the motion capture for Gollum? So, uh, Mr. Andy Circus. <laughs> Sudeikis? <laughs> Jason Sudeikis. <did> it. <laughs> My brain's interpretation of the correct answer. Yeah, did you say it, Frank? Yeah, Andy Circus. Yeah, Andy Circus. Uh, I wanted to make sure he got points. Circus, Circus. Uh, yeah. Can, can you name... I, I didn't realize this was him, to be perfectly honest. Um, he's made it into a bunch of other big franchises. Yes. Can you name any? Yeah, he's Caesar. He's Caesar. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, in uh, Planet of the Apes. Yep, yeah. he's Caesar in Planet of the Apes. Anything he's, else? Uh, in he's in uh, the MCU. He is. You know his who he is. You know how to say his name. Uh, fuck. He, he was in two movies. Yeah. And they killed him off. Uh, yeah, he was a he's George the mercenary character. He's a, he's Claw something. Um, yeah, but he's in uh, Black Claw. Panther. Claw is it Claw? Like, it's spelled like, Claw. It's okay. Claw. Yeah, but yeah. And he's in Black Panther and Age of Ultron. Yeah. Two other also big franchises. Star Wars. He is in Star Wars. Yeah. He's actually he has two roles in Star Wars. He's in. Uh, he might do motion capture and a voice for one character. Yeah, for uh, the fucking big, the big guy that was a fucking a psych bird. out. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he did the the he's so forgettable. He fucking forgot the guy. Snoke. Yeah, Snoke, Snoke yeah, in yeah, the yeah. new new trilogy. And also, he was in Andor, um, the uh, Disney Plus series, which is great, by the way. Fantastic. Yeah. He's, uh, he himself in he's that, in the right? prison. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. just an actor in that. Yeah, and he is an actor in, is in The Batman as Alfred, apparently. I Dang. didn't know that. Oh. I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, what is your objective right now? Go back to my cell and... Go sleep. back to your cell for the night, <laughs> yes. <laughs> what are you doing? End the day back in your cell. Going back to my DL cell. I hate the kind of puppeteering that's happening on his model. His whole yeah. beard is attached to his chin, so one yeah, solid object kind of flaps around. Which, I mean, beards are and do, I guess, but when it's so long, it wouldn't. <laughs> if you've never seen a guy with a beard talk, maybe you think that's how it works, <laughs> but... Uh... 
Oh, you know what? He didn't die in the cell. What was what was shown was that there is a cage every day where they call your number and they'll put you in the cage and you don't come back from it and you don't know anything about it. But the sick guy went in there. Everyone just assumes you go in there and you die. Jail is normally something that people don't want to go to. Right? Yes. It's like so it's like a place that you don't fantasize about mm -hmm. what it would be like. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then, well, so yeah, that's it's your point. A game about being the most <laughs> feeble and pathetic person in the universe in a place that you really don't want to be the most in the universe. Uh huh. That's not something you would. Okay. That's not okay. <laughs> You're a good I, game. Yeah. I will pass it on to the developers, but what what do they call it when it's like it, for for games um, when you play someone powerful? There's a word. It's like a wish from a fulfillment. Yeah, yeah, I thought there was a word specifically in regards to power, but yeah, yes. So like, this is the up. This is like, <laughs> what's the opposite of wish for uh, 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 A pitiful or <laughs> a little creature crawling around on all fours, getting hit with a stick, and you're doing menial tasks in jail. Right, this okay. Is like, this is like nightmare fulfillment. Like nightmare <laughs> fulfillment. Like, Obviously, this was someone's kink, and I don't want to be any part of it. <laughs> Like, hey, what if you would you want to live a life where you drew every short straw, <laughs> every single one? Be like, not really. Well, well you can now. <laughs> Black Pit's Dirt Eater. I don't know if that's the name of the chapter, a new mm. nickname that you got. <laughs> the character Gollum was actually based on the Shadow Walker from Beowulf. What was that character's name in Beowulf? In Beowulf. I'll give you even more. The main bad guy in Beowulf. The main, uh, oh God. Oh yeah, he does look like him. The, uh, your objective right now is to report to the mine orc. He's a creepy, gross thing in Beowulf too. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, that is no. Grendel. Grendel oh, is the bad guy from Beowulf. Gosh. That's what Tolkien based him on. You know, what, you know what happened today at work? What happened, Tom? <laughs> I was having a conversation with some of my coworkers and it just kind of came up like, hey, where do you live? And I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting old, man. <laughs> like, like I knew my address. Like, if I, I don't old, know where I am. <laughs> can, you, can you help me find my old? <laughs> I have a wife. <laughs> sure you do, buddy. Sure you do. <laughs> But like they were asking like where do I live and I was like I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember and we ended up having to look it up it so the name of the community <laughs> like and it's like now you're being like hey do you remember like the book you read in high school and like, like no I don't I don't know where I live currently <laughs> All right, your new objective is to take the redstone. What you're doing right now, okay, you got to crawl through a tunnel and detonate the barrels. So there's like really toxic fumes in the tunnels or something, and you're going to start coughing and gagging more than Gollum usually does. <laughs> you know, make sure you turn up that volume so you can really appreciate it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you're going to want to run. Oh, Smoke yeah. is coming for you. <laughs> oh, my God, the sounds. The sounds are so bad. <laughs> that was everyone's favorite part of Lord of the Rings. Like, Keep, give me more of those Gollum sounds. <laughs> the guttural sounds. We want more. Everyone's like, mm, yay, my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> 
Oh, the God. smoke, this, the smokeses! <laughs> and then, like, when he gets hurt, it's even worse. Oh my gosh. There was no plot reason for, like, why to do it. Oh, to detonate the barrels? Because they told you to. It is a prison prison yard task. That is that's the reason you're doing it. Holy shit. It's like, it, there must have been a slew of yes-men that were just, like, okaying these. Why is he called Gollum? Because he was... Wait, wait off why? Time. In lore? Oh. All right. So Frank says because he's coughing all the time and it sounds like Gollum. Yeah, so the, the story goes that the, the movies don't go into, um, really, I don't recall if The Hobbit did, but uh, Lord of the Rings movies did. <laughs> I love that your your world doesn't load. Oh, until you oh, hit pause. Interesting. Um, so he throttles his buddy um, to take the ring from him because it was his birthday present. And... Uh, then he goes back to town and basically just does petty crimes with the ring for a while until he's banished from store is the name of his like old shire area how'd they catch him he's fucking invisible uh, like, he was still hanging out with his family and they were seeing him and stuff and basically i think it was his grandmother or something like, so he's like just get the fuck out of here and they banished him um but they started calling him Gollum uh before they banished him because of like the coughing swallowing noise he makes um that uh, that sounds like Gollum, so they called him that which, I don't know, so thinking, mean. thinking back to, like, imagine, like, before the movies, anyone performing this, like, thinking back to the books, like, I'm not sure I would have pronounced that Gollum. Like, apparently the noise that, in the movies, that Andy Serkis makes, it came from him imitating his cat puking up a hairball, and he thought that sound would work, like, repeating that sound for the character. thought that was in character. Um, that was, like, an involuntary gag noise. But, I don't know, like, if it's... Tolkien wrote in the book his name is Gollum. I almost feel like it would be like a kind of sound, you know? I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, so they stuck with Gollum. They were really mean to him. New objective, return to your cell in the barracks. So fun! Uh, the ring, precious. Can you name everyone who held the ring? Uh, Tom, you want to start? Bilbo. Okay, Bilbo. <laughs> Schmeagle. Um, eyeball. When he was alive, Sauron. Sauron, sure. He definitely had it. Uh huh. Um. Wait, I said Fro. Okay, Frodo. Mm hmm. Um. Doesn't Samwise hold it for a little while? Samwise, ha Samwise has it for two days. Yeah, when he thought that Shalab had killed Frodo. Now are we talking holding it like it's in possession oh, or where? Yeah. Holding it. Whoever touched the ring that we know of. Um, my boy. Um, the arrow pincushion. Boromir? Boromir? Yep. Didn't he... Or, or uh, Didn't he grab it? Because I thought he, like... I'm sorry. Boromir never grabbed it. He threatened oh, Frodo, and he, he said, I can carry it. it, but he never held it. Yeah. Dang, wait, sorry. Uh, do I get to know how many other people it is? There are... Uh, two more uh, Two more people. Gandalf? Gandalf never touched the ring. Son of a bitch. Frank, for the steal. Uh, who was the king who died who had it uh, uh give me some more context for it and i'll i might allow it the guy who died and that's how the ring got in the water and that's where how did he get the ring uh, uh, where smeagol found it in the lake he found it uh yeah, how did he get that ring well no, he's the one who killed sauron uh did he kill him though 
Well, he cut off his hand. All right, I'll take it. Yeah, it's Isildur. He cut off uh, Sauron's finger with the ring, Isildur. took the ring. Isildur. There's Isildur. When he was running from some uh, orcs, he dropped it in the river. Uh, there is one more person who held the ring for the shortest amount of time in recorded history with the world record. The, oh, I have one. Okay. The, who, Aragorn? No. What about the person who made it? Uh, Sauron made the ring. Shit. One ring to rule them all. He made, like, physically he made it, like, ping, ping, ping. Did you not see the, the, <laughs> the intro? Series, Tom? I oh, yeah. Watch it, no. Literally, like, less than a minute. It rhymes with Smeagol. <laughs> <laughs> it, what? <laughs> no, really? It's cousin that he kills. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> wait, oh, wait, the, bro uh, the brother. Uh, cousin, I just said. <laughs> Deagle, yeah. Deagle, yeah. I, I glitched through the goddamn wall. Oh my god, you did. You're stuck. Yeah, I'm covered in, I'm covered in blood. <laughs> You're just a pathetic creature rolling around in blood, stuck in the walls. Sauron held the ring for 1,840 years. Uh, Isildur had the ring for two years. Deagle had the ring for, like, less than a minute. Then Smeagol picks it up. Then Bilbo has it for 60 years. He goes on his little journey and keeps it. Uh, Frodo has it for 17 years. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, very much changed in the movies or uh there's a time lapse in the movies that they simply don't acknowledge <laughs> when uh are you saying the movies the fellowship of the ring from the beginning of fellowship of the ring not like the recap in the beginning but the beginning of fellowship of the ring bilbo goes away and leaves frodo the ring gandalf finds out he has the ring gandalf's like i gotta find out more about this peace out um that's like 15 years that gandalf no. is gone yeah <laughs> no way yeah um, at least in the books it is, yeah. I may be screwing it up a little bit, the timelines, because Gandalf meets them later on after he's met Strider or Aragorn. But, yeah, that's that's essentially the timeline of it. Um, yeah, so he has it, Frodo has it for that long, and then uh, Sam has it for the two days, and then Frodo takes it up again. And then Smeagol touches it just briefly at the very end there again. But how long Smeagol had the ring? Any guesses? Um, I'm going to say for... Because Bilbo had it for 60 years. All right, 50 years from uh, Tom? Oh, yeah, but he wore that shit. Yeah, 50 years. But he he wore it a yeah. lot. Yeah, he was just kind of corrupted by it. All right, Frank, what do you think? Over or under 50 years? Over. All right, it's over. Smeagol had it for 478 years. <laughs> oh, my God. So if you're wondering, what? What? why is Smeagol so fucked up? That's why. <laughs> yeah, Smeagol was 589 when he died. He spent 81% of his life with the Ring of Power. What? How long do hobbits live? Uh, maybe the ring kept him alive, too. Um, yeah, because I, 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 I don't know if that's how it works, but, like, Sauron was 1,800 years old, you know? So, and he kind of, like, essentially, like, disappeared, at least lost all his power, and he had to gather all his power like Voldemort um, when he, uh, let me be clear, uh, this was first, <laughs> but <laughs> Voldemort is way more like Sauron. Than, <laughs> um, People are watching, such a ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so maybe the ring was how he stayed alive that long, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so he, he uh, spent most of his life with the ring. At one point, Sauron is just like a, a disembodied like head. 
uh, fused onto the back of someone else's head for a while. <laughs> Drinking like unicorn blood. Yeah. <laughs> the Hobbit. Uh, it could have been a Beatles movie. Apparently, Paul McCartney told Peter Jackson at uh, the 2003 Academy Awards, where the Two Towers won a, or was nominated a bunch. Uh, Paul McCartney told Peter Jackson that the band had discussed a version with Stanley Kubrick, <laughs> where Paul would play Frodo, George Gandalf, Ringo, Sam, and Lennon as Gollum. Uh, <laughs> So they talked about it, like unclear about how far this actually got, but apparently it was nixed. Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, it was nixed. It got to the point, I guess, of them asking Tolkien, and Tolkien was alive at the time, um, and he nixed the idea because he wasn't a fan. Famously, J.R.R. Yeah. Tolkien. What do, what do them letters stand for? Any guesses? J.R.R. James Robert. I don't know why I want to say Renfield. <laughs> Renfield. Okay. Named after the uh, squire to Dracula. All right, sure. <laughs> J.R.R. Tolkien is John Ronald Reuel, Reuel? Uh, Tolkien. Ronald Reagan yeah. Tolkien. <laughs> Ronald Reagan Tolkien. Uh, Lord of the Rings have kind of a timeless feeling to them, often cited as the most important work in modern fantasy writing, but uh, it's kind of hard to picture when these books actually came out. When did the last book, Return of the King, get published? 1968. 49. 49, he says. That is closer. The Hobbit came out in 37. Um, shortly after he was in... Uh, yeah, it was after he was in World War One. That would have been before World War Two. And... Uh, How young was he when he wrote it? But So he wrote Hobbit in 37, and some... For 18 years later, uh, Fellowship of the Ring, or 17 years later, Fellowship of the Ring, Return of the King came out in 55. Return of the King came out 18 years after The Hobbit. Tolkien was in a book club called The Inklings, which was sort of like a collegiate club uh, with another, well, with a few famous authors, but the most famous that is usually quoted, uh, who, who is he good friends with? Famous book series. Um, high fantasy. Oh, really. shit. I know. I I... I'm going to be so mad at myself because I actually think I know about them. I have heard the quotes about like them talking about each other's like worlds and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that, the Inklings Club, like they give you a hint. There's a <sighs> there's a big old lion. <laughs> oh, yeah. that, was, that was a big old hint. Yeah. <laughs> the, so Frank, the, you just <laughs> knew it. Do you know his name, though, Frank? Uh, oh, shit. Oh, it was like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is not Witch in the it. Wardrobe I'm sorry. Is, uh, Famous Christian author. The lines Jesus and or God and or the spirit because it's all the one. Right? <laughs> That's the line of Witch in the Wardrobe, all right? This is the son, the Holy Ghost. Yeah, Aslan does uh, literally die and come back the in the books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So does Gandalf, uh, though, to be fair. Kind of. I mean, he comes back as the white and uh, he's invincible. So <laughs> just, yeah, just like in the Bible, Jesus came back and he was invincible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows this. C.S. Lewis. So he's also yeah. got a stupid C.S. Lewis gang. Yeah, two initial names. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what you do. That doesn't sound right when I say it out loud. G.R.R. Martin. R.R. Martin. George R.R. Martin. That's what they people say. There, George R.R. Martin. <laughs> like all good guards, they just look right, one just, direction he, for three seconds, and then, and then the other turn, direction. Look the other direction for three seconds. All right, I don't care about this game anymore. Um, I'm gonna start playing some videos. Yeah, just, <laughs> just traversing an area 
it's very obvious like it's a linear path of um, crawl along this line to get to that point you'll go into a big area and it'll show the whole area to you like kind of a prince of persia assassin's creed kind of thing like look this whole big platforming area you have to navigate um oh i'm sorry the first thing you do is actually just put red stones in a big collection of the barrels and it's going to explode look at that you fell in a, a pot it exploded why you were doing that is left vague the the frail man told you to and it seems like everyone's pissed about it a raven saw you do it all right like they capture everyone and like who did this and they know you were involved somehow force you to make a decision you can either rat out the frail man or you pick the cruel orc as far as i know that's the only option i've seen everyone picking the cruel orc um and you find out that you're not getting executed for this because yeah your new your new objective here is avoid execution and to do that you sit in this this cell and nothing happens um and it turns out your name is on a list where you won't get executed i mean it's kind of the floaty way that Gollum feels like he frog-like i don't know there's almost like no weight to him when he's in the air uh, the judging distances is difficult um it's a lot of blind jumps like it's small areas you'll climb up and then you were supposed to do a backwards jump but like moving the camera around is difficult it's hard to see where you're supposed to go next and that's not enjoyable either it's all very basic kind of the, the park prince of persia parkour kind of platforming yeah those specifically those backwards jumps are yeah awful the key with that is it'll tell you when to do it. It just lights so up, like jump backwards. Up. Yeah, it just <laughs> when it when it's the option pops okay. up, it means it's the right thing to do. Yeah. I, I was looking at other stealth games to kind of compare this to that are in this category. The thing is, like, it's hard to compare any games. Hard to compare this to any games in the price range that feel fair. Like s these kinds of movement games in the price range are like Dishonored, Hitman, even like. I mean, it's a full price game though. Yeah. So this is yeah even like sly right. cooper I mean, like, these are games that are like in entirely different leagues it feels like it feels like we should be grading them on a different scale but this is a this is a full-priced game in games like plague tale or life is strange which are very narrative focused they incorporate just as much platforming as as this but those games are cheaper right now you're having a conversation with the frail man and he's kind of pissed at you even though you didn't rat him out he's mad that it all didn't go down like that he wasn't found out because he wanted to die an honorable death or something he wanted to die yeah well, i mean he, he plans on dying down here i guess he just wants to make his death count is what he said all right so there are other lord of the rings games by wikipedia's count 32 of them some more beloved than others probably remember the hack and slash ps2 era games based on the films the two towers and return of the king those are fun kind of rpg action games um, there's also the more well-received Battle for Middle-Earth games that are RTS games. I've never tried any of those. And of course, they've got some Lego games. There's a Lego Hobbit and a Lord of the Rings game. And then uh, the two uh, WB Interactive games, uh, Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War. Those are both uh, open-world hack-and-slash uh, nemesis system games, which you were playing the other day, right, Frank? Yeah, I, I've owned both of them for a while, I guess. Yeah. And I've never, I never played them. Uh, oh, really? And then the other day, I was, uh, I was like, yeah, let me, let me try it out. So I, I'm doing Mordor right now, the first nice. one. Got a lot and, of fun, know, right? In it. And it's pretty fun. Now, I will say, it can get really fucking tiring. Yeah. Because if you just like go into a place, if you're not being strategic, 
you can just get attacked by a fuck ton of guys. Yeah, it's and the killed a lot. <laughs> it's kind of a combination of Assassin's Creed combat or Arkham, um, more more close yeah. to Arkham. I mean, you can get into a, a group of a thousand guys and uh, be fighting them for a while, and you know, it's you're not just, really a thousand, but it's a lot. It so. feels like a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is and, that and they the can one shoot that has... you with spears and shit, and you're just like, oh my god. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's the one where you uh, you find an orc and you can either like humiliate him or make him follow yeah. underneath you and you keep getting stronger i thought, <laughs> I thought that was brilliant that's, yeah that's so it's a cool. great system there's there's an orc i have Sorry, called uh, i forget his name something the nice yeah and he's always very polite when you see him talk to him yeah. and so i don't want to kill him I, I, I run away from him every time i see him but there's this one motherfucker i've killed like eight times and he just comes back more fucked up looking each time and like, chill they're just be, like laughing hysterically yeah i'll be like i'll be like fighting someone else so then he'll just show up out of nowhere. Like, <laughs> he sold the last to me, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Um, but the most recent notable game um, before Gollum here has been uh, Lord of the Rings Online, something that, I'll be honest, didn't realize was still going on. It's uh, still happening, free to play, and apparently well enjoyed. Trying to make it work. Yeah, they, they got a dedicated do, player base, apparently. But it's at this point, it's as outdated, nearly as outdated as outdated, I mean, from its original launch. So what's happened here is that uh, you've been summoned oh up. God, he's cute. The guy you're following is adorable. <laughs> he looks like. Oh, he reminds me of the the guys from the guy who gets eaten by a, a rancor in the Star Wars. Whatever those pig guards are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the the clip with the little kid who's wearing the, the um the big like yeah. pink fluffy uh, winter jacket and she's just kind of like flopping. Down <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, so despite the fact that you have authorization to go in there, of course, you gotta do some parkour to get in the room. But there's a, there's a guy called Candleman. Um, he's, he's the one who sort of runs everything, and you realize that the, the cruel lady is his daughter. He's asking what's the best way to control the people, fear, or a knife or something. And he's gonna use him to run around and be his little, his little goblin guy. <laughs> one of the first things Candleman has you do is you learn how to make eggs. Um, make eggs. Make eggs. Yeah, you want to learn how to breed the carrier birds. Why? Why you're the suitable person for this? I'm not entirely sure. He's got tiny hands. But he doesn't tell him how. You start with the oven. Each egg needs a different temperature. That's all I can tell you. Our old breeder uh, has left. And he said, where is he gone? And he just said, he's not here. Which, I don't know if that was supposed to sound ominous. And even the person who's doing this recording, uh, thank you, Gamer's Little Playground, for putting this on YouTube, which is a full game movie. Uh, it's just another prison task, and your prison task now is to make the egg. Um, like, you find some stuff around that soak the egg in some of the... I forget what they call it. They call it, like, Ragnarok or something. Which seems like it's blood that flows down from the cages that bring the prisoners up top like are they turning them into blood or something then you're going to take the egg and soak it in there and uh okay so you've made a bird your successful first bird and he's like all right that'll do yeah it's seen us it loves us now it'll serve us forever and you can choose to name him little one or no name hey new objective return to your cell in the barracks you're still sleeping in the same pit <sighs> years later yes it just, it just said years later for the record You've got a new cellmate, Grashneg, 
big old guy who uh, um, his, he's like, I was put in here by accident. Like, I'm just I'm, I'm a guy driving a cart delivering food and I lost my tag. Essentially, he lost his papers and they're tossing them down here. So you, you start to befriend him showing Grashnik the ropes like he's like he's doing the same thing we we're doing. Like, oh, I'm new here. I don't understand what I'm supposed to do. And we're showing what happened to the pale man. Um, he very the frail man. He unceremoniously just dies in the cell just uh we see it happen not really like one day he won't get up and then the next day he's uh you're like yep he's dead and uh that's just oh. and that's that um it hinted a couple times by the way that he was someone like important and like even the candleman seems to imply that like he was a, a a king who was just like he seemed to have a backstory like some of the other prisoners looked up to him and like that's why they wanted to do some sort of sabotage or something, but it was never like an elaborate scheme to like get out or anything. It was just like, let's blow some shit up. Doing what was called companion mode, just sort of showing, uh, telling Grashnak to move around to different areas when you're in a sort of overwatch position. Um, you know, a typical kind of co-op kind of thing, um, although it was very stilted. And there's another character here called the Mouth of Sauron. Not actually Sauron, just sort of a spokesman for Sauron. Candleman knows that Baggins has a ring, he has something important. The mouth of Sauron suddenly, let's see. Uh, Candleman wants to track down and kill every Baggins so you and him can be free, you find out. Don't really know what that means, can he get out? But then the, the mouth of Sauron also suddenly wants to talk to Candleman like he's like he's on to him, like he found out that he's got some extra info, he's going beyond Sauron's back or something. Um, like I mentioned, there's a woman called the Cruel Woman in the, in the cells, it's Candleman's daughter. Um, let's see, she's gonna sneak in with some guards. You're, at this point, you're kind of scheming with Groshneg to get your bird out, um, but you're gonna have to like ring a bell. It's always about ringing a bell in this game for some reason. Say, do worms have ears? No, they don't. This worm must go now and look for a place to die. No, you wait for Golem's ear. talking I'll very well. Yeah, it like it seems like he's like making like subtle implications of things like uh, yeah beyond his normal level of communication. Yeah, I think maybe when he's living on his own, he was very much in feral mode of oh, you find out that the cages about like where the where the cages are are going to carry those prisoners. It's it's essentially that it's um oh there's this giant spike thing that falls through the cages. That's. Uh, by intention? Oh. Oh, it just sort of melts them, and, uh... Oh, oh no! This prison is immoral?! <laughs> who, who knew?! So that's that's what turns them into the... This prison is bad?! It's, it's not for reformation? It's... <laughs> Alright, so you sort of... Uh, you killed an orc who was gonna tell the cruel lady about Bagginses because you didn't want anyone else to know about them because you want the Bagginses to get the ring back, you know? Alright, so now it starts this little sequence about you and Grashneg. Hey, it's a, it's, a, it's a buddy game where you're both trying to escape, but of course he doesn't know how to swim, so you gotta use all these levers to, like, create platforms for him to move over there, and you're gonna tell him, you grab this lever so I can go over there. It's a grand old time, you know? Um... So let's see, uh, you make friends... How long into the video are we? We are... Let's see, we are two hours into a four hour and 49 minute playthrough. Are we gonna jump ahead? We certainly are. So, uh, you're working on leaving the sewers at this point. You find your way to a cart, which is like his cart. And I was like, that's, that's my thing. I'm supposed to be riding carts. We can do this. We can escape with this animals. plan. Yeah, those big boar things. Um, yeah, so you're hiding here in this crate. Um, 
it, it goes on forever. I, I watched this entire playthrough for the record. Um, there are points where you just sit in the crate and it's like, is anticipation building? But like a full minute passes by where nothing happened. You're hiding in a crate in the back of this wagon, um, looking to escape, but the crate that you're in uh, has a mark on it and the orcs are like, we can't let that go through, so they bring it back into the prison. Uh, so you're back in the prison now. Okay. Not kidding. Um, but this time it's a quicker escape. You do make it out. You just throttle this orc right here. You run through some catacombs. You meet up with Grashnig again. Oh, there's a, there's spiders chasing after Gollum here. You know how he doesn't want to be eaten by spiders. Who, who among us does, you know? <laughs> um, quick little platforming area that you get through. Uh, so this is a good example of some of the some of the um, choices, the tough choices that you have to make. So you're intimidated by a orc down there and you have the choice to either keep panicking or to attack the orc. Um, and these choices are given to you like they have some sort of power and uh, like ones, they're both right answers and they're not. <laughs> and I, as far as I can tell, the game will do the thing anyway. Um, anyway, so you're hiding under the cart and Grashnik's like, you can't escape this way, they're gonna find out, and Gollum gets pissed about that. You find your own way out. Um, you make it out, you see Grashnik down there, and you're like, Grashnik didn't even wait for us. Grashnik hates us, he's not a friend at all. There's this really super goofy, um, escape sequence where there's a cart running, and you just hide on one side of it and another. Is Grashnik the one with the cart? Not, I don't think this cart, he's on a different cart. Anyway, this is a this is a goofy sequence that doesn't really match the style of the rest of the game. Gandalf's like asking, like, so you killed Grashnig? He's like, no, I would never kill Grashnig. But you know what that means. He's gonna have more flashbacks and he kills Grashnig. It's kind of where you started the game. You're back in the pitiful little hovel that you originally started the game in. You're gonna run into Grashnig. Um, he's lost, he can't find his way out. Bring Grashnig into the tunnels and now you have a choice of, uh, here's, here's uh, Shalab. And you have a choice of whether you're going to save Grashnig, or warn Grashnig to run away, or to six Shalub on um, Grashnig. Now, the player of this video here, um, he convinces Smeagol uh, very well that Grashnig doesn't deserve to die. There is a running towards the camera escape sequence away from Shalab. Grashnig's up there trying to light a, light a torch. didn't fucking matter uh yeah so grashnik dies um all right so that sort of takes us back to kind of the, like the current time right because that was all a flashback um so gandalf why is he even still talking to him yeah because we know that sauron uh yeah. knows and that's kind of the the end all be all right um so gandalf uh, the, the the elves are like can we kill this thing? What's up? Gandalf's like, uh, can you keep him alive? He may, he may get, be more, have more information yet. 
the the elves idea of imprisonment is interesting they're just like all right you can come out now um just you can hang out in the garden and they just let you just run around elf town and later you find out it's because there's a haze all around um this is uh murkwood or sorry you just get confused and and lost anyway and you end up back in murkwood anyway it's a spell that's been placed on the thing so yeah, you're just sort of hanging out in elf town um eventually you start scheming with an elf prisoner who's there who's the one that we saw who had the crazy eyes. Well, it turns out she's blind, and she got blinded putting a magic spell to, on the area to create the haze. Like, at so least Elf Town looks a little and different. got caught by elves? Yeah, you escape and then get caught three or four times while you're in Elf Town. Um, so you're just in another prison just now, yes. run by elves. Yes, exactly. So this whole game is just like a prison, Two prison simulator. Yeah. All right. So now here's your plan to escape. And so Mel is the name of the, the elf, the blind elf girl who's helping you kind of hatch a plan to get out. She can talk to you through water. Like you look into water and you have a conversation with her, which I guess is sort of reminiscent about what Gollum does with his own image in the movies that we're familiar with. Oh, no. The, you know that the birds are reporting back to Sauron's people that you've escaped or that you are escaping and Gandalf may be wise to the information um, so like now Sauron knows that that Gandalf knows and they're like okay well we got to launch a plan to kill you in Mirkwood so the orcs are going to come to Mirkwood and try and uh, Mel whom you're learning to trust uh, wants you to take a potion to get through the haze I think this is it right here yeah you're she's convincing you to take the potion and you're having an argument with yourself about it also, whenever you talk to her, you can just choose to do riddles with her. But when I say play like do riddles with her, you don't you don't do them. It's just a conversation that happens between them. All right. Anyway, you end up in a field of irises here and you sort of have a have a breakdown about like, oh, shit, irises. That's where I you realize that's where you strangled um, Deagle and you're about to throttle her too. you think about it and then you just decide to leave. She's she is freaky looking. She looks kind of like him. Yeah. So another interesting thing about the difference between the books and the movies, like the, in the movies, the elves are very like regal and, you know, thoughtful people. Um, the books are like they're merry elves who are always dancing around and singing and shit. Um, and they 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 went with the movie version, I guess. Um, and you got invited to the party to hang out again. You're a prisoner while well, they're at least keeping watch over you and they know you can't get out and they're still being dicks to you. Like you're like, I want to climb the tree to see the to see the the lights and they're like nah you can't answer this riddle fuck off um eventually the the cook tells them all right be nice to him and you you climb up to the top of the thing and what do you see once you're at the very top oh you see the moon it's like a moment of revelation hey there's my boy there's a little one. Oh, you see some some burning the orcs are attacking the orcs are attacking everything in Mirkwood, but you're fending you're fending them off. Presumably because they're chasing you. Yeah, because they're there to kill you, or capture you at least. Now it looked like the bird was laughing. Did bird sell you out? Uh, your bird. It's unclear. You uh, that was the girl who was keeping watch over you. You threw a rock at her to kind of betray her, and the uh, beastmaster shot her. For some reason, the beastmaster tells you to stay, or tells you to like keep your head down. He like he was there to kill you. I'm not. Uh, Allegiances are confusing. Die because you ran out of prison. Because I, because you're of no more use to them. I, because you told Gandalf. Like a good reason to let you go. Yeah. Also, it's very explicitly said that like Sauron wants you alive for the sake of you tracking down the ring. Like that you have touched the ring more recently, and you're going to help Sauron See. find it. 
And that's the whole reason that your name was on a list said from the beginning that Sauron actually wanted you alive so you could go find the ring. Yeah. So what the fuck were you doing in prison the entire time and why were they keeping you there? Uh, you think Sauron would be like, hey, if you ever catch this guy, let him go. Yeah. So they find you and they want to, like, I guess, destroy the rest of the town. And they're like, here's Mel. She knows the spell to open the door or something. And you, you have also seen it's an ant- a deer's head that opens it. So you're going to do this little puzzle to to open it up. You're trying to play Mel against the Riddle Master, who was her old boss, who she thought died when they were making the haze spell. And you're looking for him. You're trying to you're doing the typical kind of incel behavior of like, no, he's not the right guy for you. I, you can trust me. And um, anyway, you do end up finding him. He's alive. And Sauron's like eye is sort of here. It's destroying the haze around the area. And you sort of do this thing where you destroy the influence of the eye and take out the candle master at the same time. Oh, you actually have to do a fight against Candleman here. You just kind of sneak up behind him and uh, can anyone throttle guess him? what you do? Yeah, you throttle him. <laughs> yes, that's what that looks like. just in the shadows and then drops like a stone all right and then uh yeah here's mel oh they're making out oh Gollum's not not too happy with that uh, but they're like oh you keep your word you're gonna let me go right and she's like yep you, you can <laughs> you can uh you can leave and now you have the option there they are sleeping he was like you guys should sleep and i'll keep watch oh my yeah Holding the rock above their head. Mel wakes up, looks up. I mean, to be fair, she's blind. It plays out so long, I'm skipping. He's not there. Smeagol's gone, alright? He's leaving. He's leaving this uh, elf town, Mirkwood, back into the forest, and... Oh, oh, here's the best part. Okay, so there's your owl. The owl has found you as you left Mirkwood. What? You have the option to kill little one or let little one live. What the Jesus fuck? Christ. This sociopath chose kill little one. <laughs> it's like the... I don't know whether this option, I, I should have looked it up. Uh, I'll look it up whether you can actually do the other one. Like little one loves you. Little one, at least there's a crack noise on uh, when as the camera zooms out. Um, at least Gollum convinces himself that it was Little One who reported back to the orcs about where you were. Little One wouldn't do that. Little One loves you. If you let Little One live, if players side with Smeagol and decide to let not to kill Little One, a cutscene will play in which Smeagol takes a moment to say goodbye to the creature, he pets the bird for a few seconds and then throws it into the sky being free. Totally an option. So, uh, gamer's little playground, you are a sociopath. <laughs> All right. Uh, weeks later, this is the last thing. You are in the mines of Moria, doors of Durin. Here you are going through here. He's like, I'm gonna, gonna find that Baggins is, and he gets to a door, pushing against the door. Door's not opening. Making all your golem grunty noises. Jesus. It just keeps going. Okay, we get it. Labored breathing. That could be 
That could be the subtitles for this entire game. <laughs> <laughs> what the? Hey, the music's like really sad too. What? Uh, so there is Gollum, very end of the game. Gollum's on the other side of the doors of Durin, which in, if you remember Fellowship of the Ring, when they're being like attacked by that sea monster thing, um, and they have to say the words for enter friend, um, those are the doors that Gandalf opens um, as they enter the mines. And that's when Gollum starts following the Fellowship in that movie. All right, so that's the entire plot of the game. Um, also, we, we jumped through the plot a lot here, but... Yeah, you escaped Mordor, ended up in a cell in Mirkwood. Um, also, what's kind of like, how did he get into Mirkwood? It is said in this game and in the movies and the book that it is Aragorn who captures Smeagol and brings him to Mirkwood. Um, that's sort of Aragorn's thing, is tracking things. And he tracked uh, Gollum, and uh, that's why he brought him there so Gandalf could talk to him. Doesn't really sh doesn't show that part at all. It just, you're there at Mirkwood. Um, I mentioned there is a precious edition that comes with DLC. I believe it was, uh, I, I thought it was $70. It's a uh, precious edition is $60. Now it comes with four pieces of, of DLC that you could buy separately. So there are four pieces of DLC that you could buy separately if you want to. Prices for that are the art exhibition, which is $8. It features behind the scenes artwork from the game. The lore compodium, which seemingly is like an in-game like lore codex that will give you more information as you're playing through the game about different places and you've traveled and characters you meet. Then the original soundtrack, which is $8. And finally, the Sindarin voiceover, which is an alternative voiceover for the elves that has them speaking Sindarin, which is the elvish language, the actual language that Tolkien made up, just for that touch of authenticity for another $3. Well, this is the reveal trailer for the game, and um, I mean, this is that's that's from the intro. Looks a little different. Looks a little different. This, I know you were running it on low graphics. This was wasn't in the game. Even already, when you're saying a big focus on storytelling, it's like no, nothing happens. Okay, so here's a screen that everyone was pointing out. This is what they pitched as the choices, like the voices in your head, uh, like these swirling options around your head. That's a mini game that you're arguing with yourself about um, how you proceed with the story about a multi-branching internal dialogue. Yeah, these graphics here, P people have been assembling some screen grabs from their kind of media press releases build up to this game versus what we're actually getting. So here's some gameplay footage. This doesn't even look like that. That title screen of Gollum didn't look like what was in the game. It looked really cool. Yeah, so here's uh, here's the lighting. Here's the footage that they were showing in the trailers. See the lighting in the tunnels and such? They call this pre-alpha gameplay footage. Yeah, that's a cutscene they put together. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> look at this. What? Does that look anything like the elf area? No. Even this looks good. That looks, that looks pretty good. 
Daedalic does not feature this game on their homepage anymore. It's an impressive announcement. Uh, looking back at Steam charts, which estimates how many Steam players are playing it at any given time, it peaked at 502 people playing the game at once. It's averaged about 60 people playing it in the last 30 days. Wow. For about a month. Um, fair to say it probably has not sold like they hoped it has. Um, so I'm going to ask a question. That's that crazy. 60 for like the world of people yeah. playing. And here we see on May 26th, uh, which we're kind of getting used to if you've been following gaming news recently. Once a game comes out about 24 hours later, the team has to issue a Twitter apology. Um, but they said, dear players, we'd like to sincerely apologize for the underwhelming experience many of you have had with Lord of the Rings Gollum upon its release. We acknowledge and deeply regret that the game did not meet the expectations we set for ourselves or for our dedicated community. Please accept our sincere apologies for any disappointment this may have caused. Um, they continue to say that our development team has been working diligently to address bugs and technical issues many of you have experienced. We are committed to providing you with patches that will allow you to enjoy the game to its fullest potential. So I guess my question to you guys is, can a patch save this game? <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, I, it's a kind of obvious answer, but just it's not like it's a good game that's burdened by bugs. There are bugs. We saw them, but... Yeah, no, if even you removed, without those bugs. <laughs> yeah. If you took away the bugs, the entire prem like there's nothing interesting about being Golem. Yeah. You know, there's nothing interesting about it. And like and you're picking a time and this is kind of my point earlier when we we're talking about like okay, you're going to make a Golem game. What are you going to do, right? And like if you have to work within the construct of keeping it like lore accurate yeah you're screwed because yeah. like, like what are you gonna do it's not gonna be fun like whatever uh, you pick if you have to be lore accurate like it's not fun like the like the lord of the rings doesn't like golems in, in it but it's not following him as the main character he's not like yeah. doing all like he's just creepily following them in the background the whole time like it's it's not a good character for this yeah. and then, I, I put in my notes that like i think <laughs> I believe that they are Middle Earth fans more than me. I'm sure that they are. But because they wanted to respect the lore of it so much, they wanted to like, it's a filler episode. They didn't want to make waves, you know? Right. And because they didn't want to make waves, they didn't make any waves. It's just a fucking nothing story right. that, uh, that doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. That's exa it's the, the exactly what I mean. The stakes are contained within the story. And right. uh, they aren't big. We saw all the stakes. They, create, they introduced two different characters. Um... Like the elf girl, well, a couple of different elf people, but like your friend in prison, Grashnig, um, the one that you kind of made friends with, Mel, and some other people who were kind of your prison guards. And I don't know, they killed them off. Uh, I guess that, that was like the high points of it. Um, yeah, I don't but know. I have, I have a lot of thoughts on the plot, but I keep coming back to, like, like I said, Sauron interrogates you when you pretty quickly give him the name Baggins in the Shire. Given that Sauron was like building his power and influence over a very long time, maybe he couldn't like immediately go get like chase after Baggins, but you're put in prison and you find out that you're on the list not to kill. So Sauron's making sure you don't die, but you just, the entire game is like just waiting apparently because Sauron's building power, but you're just sort of hanging out the entire game. Yeah. I don't know why he wouldn't kill you either. Uh, I don't know. Like no, or, or release also if you. he would have killed you, if Pick anyone would have killed Gollum, then the ring would have continued to exist too, because Gollum was the reason that the ring was destroyed in the end. It was the ring, uh, the desire for the ring kind of destroying itself, I guess is the over, overall point. But 
Anyway, let's get into the Metacritic scores. So, uh... Metacritic score is an aggregate of critic scores 0 to 100. Any guesses, you guys, what you think the aggregate score is? 0 to 100. Frank? 25. Frank says 25. Very low. Tom, what do you think? Above or I mean, I know, or under? I, 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 I know. I'm going to say 30 just because I think lower would higher. be. Yeah. The PC version has a 39, and that is... It's, a, it's very hard for a game to get that low on Metacritic because even, like, the most terrible reviews will be like it's the it's it's the worst thing on this planet 30 so it, it's hard to get that low um all right a couple of reviews here starting on the low end um from worth playing like the character itself Gollum is an ugly depressing pitiable mess that's destined for a bad end and with little to recommend it with a stronger design behind it this title could have perhaps been redeemed but the version we got isn't that it's not good not entertainingly bad and not even interestingly broken it's just a lackluster licensed game that doesn't seem to have a point yes and is focused on a character that even diehard fans don't want to play as that's a great great description and they gave it a 50 yeah i don't understand (laughs) (laughs) nearly passing yeah yeah Um, that's bizarre (laughs) frank on the low end from the guardian what you got a derivative, uninteresting, and fundamentally broken stealth action adventure that fails to capture anything interesting about Tolkien's fiction. 20. That's right, and slightly higher from CD Action. This game is a joke, and not a funny one. The Lord of the Rings Gollum is shockingly ugly, awfully designed, and annoying in its many inconsistencies. Let's just forget this happened. 25. And is this game someone else's treasure? I had to sift through a lot of sarcastic good reviews, but I've got a couple positive ones here. From DLN777 on Metacritic, I think. Uh, you can read this in uh, in Gollum if you want to. Uh, is this our competition? Sure, we'll make this our competition. Frat, 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 Horbertses. It's not for them. It's for Mises. So let's see. Let's try. All right, so <laughs> interesting characters and beautiful picture. Good atmosphere of Middle Earth. Oh, the but cough is nice. Climbing may bother you. <laughs> nice. That was <laughs> that a did, recommended. You can't do it for too long. <laughs> yeah, that did damage. That did damage to my throat. <laughs> As Vitabitum on Steam says, uh, Frank, I, what you got? If this game sounds... Oh, wow. It's guttural. <laughs> it's Wait, good. Uh, I didn't I didn't realize you could make that sound. <laughs> he does a good golem. <laughs> I recommend Spang. It's a different I, I, golem, I, I, but it's good. I like I, it. All right. And CTK Blasto, the jellyfish, said he said a lot of things, but uh, a few of his points. There's a lot to be upset with when it comes to this game. Game mechanics, grabbing ledges, running walls, don't work or bug out, and you fall to your death. There are times where you pro- your progress is bugged. You have to start entire chapters order over in order to fix the bug, causing hours worth of replaying the same content. That being said, I still kept th- playing the game. Uh, it's a great idea to show the story behind Gollum between Hobbit and Fellowship of the Ring. Being no. in the black pits of Bardor is incredible. The Elven Realm is incredible. But if you're a Lord of the Rings fan and want to experience a story and live in Tolkien's world for a bit, then wait for it to go on sale and pick it up recommended. So that's what CTK Blast the Jellyfish says. 
Uh, Wait, and, why don't you do Golem voice? Uh, sure, I'll I'll do it at the end here. Um, one more. Oh, this is from the lower end. I grabbed some lower end ones from Steam. This is no, oh, I'm sorry, from Metacritic. Shane One says, Tom starts with sweet baby Jesus. Sweet <laughs> baby Jesus, it's so bad. <laughs> I can't imagine anyone is capable of making something so bad without really trying to. I'm actually baffled by how visually displeasing it is to look at this game. It's like they used all advanced technology developed over the past 20 years and focused on making the ugliest game possible, or the ugliest possible game. It's also janky and horribly unfun to play. Why release this? What did we do to deserve this? <laughs> right. Frank, you've got TKI Scatter on Steam. He goes in pretty hard. What you got? I am honestly shocked at the absolute gall of Nakan and Diadalk to charge $50 for a game of such poor quality. This is an obviously amateur product across every dimension, riddled with so many technical and creative design flaws. The AAA tier asking price beggars belief. The game looks, sounds, and handles like a student project demonstrating their first legitimate wrangling of Unreal Engine. Ouch. Uh, Games of this caliber are typically free on Steam, which feels like the only appropriate price point for this product. Not recommended. Now, I'm not going to say... I think he's going a little too harsh with that yeah, one. Yeah, I agree. If it's this a, was a, a student team project, of people. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be blown away. If, yeah, it, if yeah. like my kid was at college and he was like, yeah, I made this game by myself, I'd be like, oh my God. Yeah, we, we've played those games. That was uh, Candace yeah. DeBibi and... Uh, um, Tomato Way. Tomato Way, which he did a fantastic Tomate job way. with, for the record. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but th this is obviously a team of people, but uh, I, I, I feel you. The music's not bad. The mu oh, just... Did he say something about the music? I th the music he is did. fine. He did. He said, I, I, oh, he said this, sounds. This... Oh, okay. I guess sounds. Just listening I mean, to Gollum gag for an hour <laughs> yeah, is, I mean, is enough. Yeah. I mean, it sounds just like him. You know what I mean? Like, Or like a version of him. You know, it was consistent. Yeah. All right. And I'll, I'll do this work. last one from Mumshroom on Steam said... <clears throat> It was tricky, precious. Very tricky. It stole from us, sneaky little hobbitses. Wicked, tricky, false. Sixty dollars they did. Cruel men's hurt us. Master tricked us. No, not very nice, my love. Curse the Bagginses. Not recommended. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's, pretty uh, that's good. all right. That my my voice is dry, to be honest. <laughs> it does real damage to it do does. that voice. <laughs> it's time we gave this game a score it deserves using our Garbage Valley score system. Our score system is a little bit unique. Anyone can rate a game on a 0 to 10 scale, but games can be so bad they're good. So, as normal, you've got your masterpieces like Shadow of Mortar. That's that's up it's up there close to 10. You know, it's a great game. And I would say that, but okay. Oh, I think it's a fantastic game, but I'd probably give it a nine. Um, but you know, you got some lower scoring games. Maybe I haven't played it, but I assume Lego Hobbit's got to be lower. Maybe a five. What? I think <laughs> Lego Hobbit's probably higher. Okay, wait, I take it back. Lego Lord of the Rings is yeah. higher. I bet you I'm Lego Hobbit's assuming it's lower bit. just because it's the Hobbit, yeah. So bad games get closer to zero, but if a game gets so bad it's good again, it emerges on the other side of zero, it can go all the way to negative 10, showing that it is, uh, you're getting just as much enjoyment as a positive 10 game. And a zero, that's in the valley. It's just an absolute waste of your time. So where would you place this game on the scale? Basically um, a Sharknado is what we're talking about. When Sharknado we is a negative 10, absolutely. Yeah. Frank. Where are you going to put this in any brief um, thought? Actually, save. It's a game. Okay. There you go. It has graphics. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't necessarily like all of them. 
But and you interacted with it. Don't forget that. It's, it's not. It's, it's, I've seen uglier. I've seen worse. I, I feel like the the choices don't matter, really. Oh, I'm convinced. I mean, apparently, they don't. At, except at the end, at the you end, kill your bird or you let your bird go. <laughs> the only choice in this game is: do you want to yeah. strangle a bird or not? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and honestly, or, or maybe in the way you can murder that one guy in the in the slave pit, I guess. Yeah. Whether you just leave him to die on his own or you kill him yourself. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, and I, I, you know, I like that they call strangling throttling. That's fun. That's funny. It's very that's British. Funny to me. Yeah. I think that's funny. <laughs> uh, there's a funny part when you every time you fall and go splat, it's funny. That's fun. But I think it happens too often, so that's not funny. Yeah. That's kind of it's a lot of platforming, but it's not a great platformer, so I don't like that. So even though you know I had some good times and bad times, mostly bad times, uh, I'm gonna give it a negative two. Negative two from Frank. Tom, mm. what do you think? So yeah, I, I really just can't get past the idea of like when whenever we play these games, I always think about like the behind the scenes kind of conversations. You know, mm -hmm. T to me, it's like you're making a game and you want. It to, I, I presume you want it to be fun, and yeah. like that that should be the start of what you're doing. Like, why would this be entertaining? Why would it be fun? <laughs> and like, I think that Gollum is problematic for the reasons that we talked about. Like the moment that you're trying to like do a story about Gollum and you're forced into like into the constriction of like we know everything about his past we know everything about his future so whatever we pick if we want it to be like canon like you know like where it can mold into canon it's gonna have to be utterly useless like whatever it's a we do episode, yeah right right and like it, it, that's a great terminology like it's a filler episode and like who who fucking lights likes a filler episode no one no one likes like and to play a filler and like you know it from jump that you're like i am i am playing something that will have no consequence look what is goal what is Gollum's goal is to get his ring back will you no and you know that <laughs> yeah like you know that you'll fail at that goal and that anything that you do will have almost no like ripples into the world like yeah. it's not fun and then like and they're like whoa what how did he spend his time in prison which no like i <laughs> yeah. i don't know i it just to me it's your, like i mean i guess you're working your way up in prison but you're still just doing menial task after menial task and right it's, yeah and look I, I i always feel bad like like judging like graphics of because as we described earlier i i don't even know where i live you know, so like for me to be like these really brilliant people weren't brilliant enough always seems like a cheap shot for me yeah. to feel bad because I can't do any of this shit. Um, but f so so for me, it's the big is really about like the story and the why you're doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And it just seems like just chronically unfun. I don't and like <laughs> at no point does it cross into fun. Yeah. Um. And I think I think Frank nailed it. I really do. I think it's negative two. All right, negative two. And I think it doesn't help that the main character is so unlikable, right? I mean, like we all know Gollum, cultural cultural figure from the popularity in the movies and such, but that doesn't mean like you want to be him. <laughs> it's right. It, it just we're watching him just be a miserable little gremlin the entire game and <laughs> yeah. it's not like we're rooting for him really it's just like yeah he's miserable all right <laughs> um 
Well, like, you know how he dies. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, you know how this character will eventually die just like succumbing to his like. Unless, unless they're going to in this game have such a large arc that like he redeems himself and becomes likable and then something happens where he becomes Gollum, you know, but you've also seen what he's like before this. So it's yeah, there's there's not that room. Um uh, so I think some good things when you take a look at the story overall, there's a couple like recognizable attempts, I think, at good storytelling, like when they're going through and Gandalf's pushing him to like tell the origin of him betraying uh, him killing Deagle. And there's like a that's happening at the same time you're doing a, a parallel of you getting uh, Grashneg killed that first big guy. So it's doing this kind of parallel of like, uh, you're, you're a miserable creature, Gollum. And of course you killed Deagle and you're a miserable creature. Of course you would get uh Grashneg killed. So like, there's some attempt at, I feel like some, some okay storytelling. It doesn't work well, but there's, there's like an attempt at a good narrative. I feel like there's a couple moments of like, you know, like the betrayal, most foul of, of you doing these things that like, wow, that's, that's heavy. Uh, like, that Smeagol is a real son of a bitch. But those moments are like between 12 <laughs> hours of gameplay. That is just an absolute slog. And like we were saying, these people really put themselves in a box with like, they respect the source material so much they don't want to expand upon the canon. So they're trying to work so in these in these bounds that like won't make any waves, like I said. It, it feels like it's a one hour point and click adventure that was stretched into it. It's a 12 hours to complete this game. It, it's stretched into a 12 hour 3D platformer that just doesn't have the gameplay mechanics in it. It's it's just a waste of your time. And uh, like I was saying, the whole arc that we were watching where that Frank was playing through where you're getting acquainted with being a prisoner for what? Like you could set off that bomb and like it doesn't even tell you like sabotage something and then they're mad that you blew some stuff up. There's no stakes in it at all. It, it wasn't clear what you were sabotaging. And then, like I was saying, there was this old king in your jail. He wants to have a meaningful death, but then he just ends up dying in a cell one day. There's no meaning behind it. It could have been like a commentary on how this just king died unjustly and that's how unfair Sauron is. Uh, they didn't do any of that. You're just sort of like following NPCs around while they talk and yammer on about like things that aren't even interesting in Lord of the Rings lore. The mechanics always feel like it, you're in a tutorial mission. It's teaching you this new thing that's going to develop into something else. Like once we stop holding your hand, right? But it, it just never does. It's extremely linear. There's no branching like options of like solving a puzzle this way. There's no character development or skill development. There's There's nothing that your character does. What you have in the first 30 minutes is what you will have for the rest of the game. It's just, uh, here's a yellow marker that you run to and press interact. And uh, it's occasionally broken up with Prince of Persia style platforming that handles worse with less mechanics than Sands of Time did. I wrote that, then I was like, is that actually true? Um, yeah, here's Sands of Time on PS2 in 2000, uh, 2002. This was 21 years ago. This is what Sands of Time looked wow, like. Wow, 21. It looks not bad. For 21 years ago? Yeah. It looks better than Gollum. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, graphics-wise, like, yes, Gollum is running on a new Unreal Engine. It looks visually higher-res textures and everything. But, like, the parkour mechanics of this are, are better. Now, you know what else, too? Uh, like, talk about, like, you have a, um, a, a game like Prince of Persia where like it has this mechanic, like the time travel mechanic, yeah. that's honestly really interesting and new. Yeah. And I play all of those games and like, it's fun. Like, and if you make a mistake, 
it was like a cool way that like you could like kind of like undo an error that you made like yeah. it's it's a cool mechanic and, and that's the other thing is that like they came into this game and like strip away all the golem stuff right yeah was there anything at all new no, it was it was the right. most basic version of a 3D adventure right. kind of like, platformer. There's, there's not a single thing introduced in this game that you'd say is unique. Yeah. Yeah. Other than the fact that like I, I the character model is a golem. <laughs> yeah. Like, but but beyond like, but with Prince of Persia, like that that time didn't travel do anything factor, with the franchise though either, because it, it was yeah. afraid to to you know take any risks with the franchise. I am fascinated just how how bad it is. This goes on for twelve hours, and there's no saving it either. Uh, and I, I, I'd maybe be more forgiving if it wasn't um, fifty dollars on release. Um, and the yeah. audacity to do the uh, the audacity to do the precious edition with uh, like behind the scenes artwork and um, yeah, fuck the you. soundtrack <laughs> yeah. and the extra voiceover. <laughs> it's insulting. Um, so yeah, I'll. I'll agree. I'll, I'll go negative two as well. Um, just not not entertaining, except for the fact that it. The only game I've hated, I think more than this was there's a, it's like a demon and there's like this like monster. Oh man, there's fishing is in the oh, game. De- and deadly go, premonition. De- that's it. <laughs> yeah. Deadly premonition. Yeah. I I uh, was aggressively upset with. Like <laughs> it's funny. I I had all the, like the scenes cut out for that to show you guys. It just the game doesn't stop. <laughs> it just keeps going. Uh, yeah, yeah. The demon, yeah, deadly premonition is terrible. That's, I think, is that is? Do you know? Like you actually, you probably would know. Like, do you know what our lowest scoring game ever was? Was it Deadly Premonition? I have a spreadsheet. I'd have to look at it. Uh, I don't have oh, the man. new ones in there though. I'd, I'll get them together. <laughs> yeah, look at the look at the movement in this game. I, it's I so think, much better. I think Deadly Premonition actually had fairly high because it was so Oof. shockingly bad. Like it was really? neg- high negative. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. Man, oh, I think. I'm pretty sure Frank, you gave, that, you gave that. like a negative eight, probably Frank. <laughs> I was very. You can get you, so stinky, that's... Tom, that flies and fly around you. Uh, Deadly premonition. Yeah, you gave it a zero, Tom. I yeah. gave it a negative three. <laughs> Frank gave it a negative six. Yeah, I remember. I was like, I've never experienced like. I was like getting anxious like i was like stop this needs to stop <laughs> yeah that's your lowest score or your closest to zero you gave a 0. 0.5 to fur fun also all right well let's wrap this one up i have one more quick section here um i believe viewing games with an attitude of the class being half full you know um sometimes it's trash <laughs> and the other half is full just... of different types of trash but <laughs> your pessimism just now i was just like <laughs> But let's uh, let's rapid fire all of us. I'll, I'll be included. Name off as many good things as we can about this game. All right, just name name a good thing. We're gonna. It's a positivity circle we got here. All right. Uh, okay. Make, yeah, makes me feel better about my own life. Oh, the oh, I see. Okay. Valve place looks really nice. Okay. I will say that it didn't desecrate my feelings about Aragorn or the movies in general. It didn't. It didn't do damage to the movies. That's not fair to say, Chris. Aragorn wasn't even in it. Yeah, they chose not to include Aragorn. <laughs> I liked the outfit of one of the guys who I thought was uh, like a, a vampire. It, mm-hmm. it almost looked like like the this mouth big, of Sauron. Yeah, like a like a big evil smile. Yeah, I thought it like the as far as like if you were to have a character, it was like the mouth of mm-hmm. sort of like the, that that costume very it fit it. And I made a mental note of it at the time. And I was like, that's a cool costume. 
I thought the bird was cute. The bird <laughs> did look good. I agree. Fuck, I'm out. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 got anything it else? It was your idea. You yeah, didn't have was more my than idea. one. Oh, I, I realize I'm retreading on ground of things that I said. Like that, I thought that there were hints at good storytelling. It tried to like arrange the um, like it, the game started with the thing with flowers. He was trying to remember the type of flowers that it was. It was like it was haunting him, and that's the field of flowers in which he strangled Deagle in. And later on in the game, brings the their irises back, and that's where he sees um, he's about to kill um, Mel, the blind elf girl who helped him. And I think he doesn't because the scene is surrounded by irises again. So mm. there's like these wisps of good narrative storytelling. I feel like, but they just don't land any of them. I damn it! I I, I turned it into something negative. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I have anything positive. I can say beyond that. All right. Frank, you got any, any ba- other feel, good thing? I feel bad. Uh, I like Gandalf. You did like Gandalf. I thought yeah. he was nightmare fuel. All right. <laughs> I like well, I like Gan- I didn't so like young. I like the skinny uh, guy with the beard. I thought Gandalf's beard worked well. You know? Yeah, Gandalf's beard looked okay. Yeah, the other guy's yeah. beard like stuck out for some reason. It's all kinds of fucked up, man. But yeah. Gandalf looked way younger. Didn't he? Yeah, they, they all. We, well, we I mean, know, younger compared version. to what though? Because it's not Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings, so oh, they can I just suppose. do kind of whatever they want. Oh, okay. I guess you're right. Yeah, I, I actually I thought the voiceover work was fine, and someone else pointed out in one of the reviews that like a lot of the like the folly effects um, are are good, like Gollum climbing up stuff and slapping his wet little paws all over stuff. Like it, it's good folly work, but. Uh, like him breathe. It's you don't want to listen to this game though. On the other hand, because it's just it's all gross, you know. And Did I, I didn't I didn't mind Gollum. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. It's it's, it's good design. I like. There's it, parts it, of this that like some people were doing their jobs, but like all the game mechanics just aren't there. Anyway, so that is Lord of the Rings Gollum, another recent game release that we've tackled. And I'm looking at the scoreboard. It looks like Frank. Congratulations, you have a Lord of the Rings uh, candy dish or um, jewelry. You can put things in it, Frank. You can, yes, you can set things in it. Your most precious things. So congratulations. It's going to get filled with junk so quick. <laughs> it's going to get buried under stuff. Really, yeah. really a, few, a bunch of the awards you can put on top of other awards. You so. better not, Tom. You better not. <laughs> so to end up the episode, I you know, I have the Wikipedia open for Tolkien and race. Okay. It's on Wikipedia. And, see if uh, I include this. All right. <laughs> I, I know you just fade out after I say that. <laughs> and apparently, the orcs are more description of uh, wartime propaganda against the Japanese. Oh, the really? Characters of Japanese, apparently. Interesting. Which, uh, I was like, huh, okay. I mean, unless he explicitly said, like, yeah, it's supposed to be racist. Like, uh, I yeah, if he it's was, like, a... can't you like interpret like any of these things negatively if you wanted to? Yeah, he's no Lovecraft. Lovecraft was like, yeah, I'm a big old racist and all these people no, coming I, from the sea are immigrants. Lovecraft got scared <laughs> no, by Italians. No, I thought Italians. Lovecraft legit he was saw an Italian racist. He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, what is this unruly monster? Yeah, yeah, that's what he did. But Lovecraft was openly <laughs> yeah, like, racist. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it was racism, but race, you know, normal for the time, and but uh, even others of it was like, no, that's super racist for this time, too. Yeah, even then, they'd be yeah. like, yo, bro, fucking chill, dog. <laughs> It's crazy how, like, 
people feel like that, but they're at the same time they're like, but Cthulhu's wicked cool though. So like, <laughs> yeah, but like all the Eldritch stuff is pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like like listen, like his he's a bad guy, and yeah, we can all agree, but <laughs> right. Cthulhu, like these Elder Gods, is neat. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, you know, I mean, like. 80% of my comp, cool. really bad. You know, the other 20%, he kind of makes it, it's like, bro, what the fuck are you talking about, dog? <laughs> Clips in this podcast were used in compliance with a U.S. copyright fair use exemption for criticism and commentary. Garbage Game Night makes no claims to ownership over any games played and has no affiliation with any developer or publishing company. For additional references on cited articles and quotes, check our episode-related blog at garbagegamenight.com. 